the he Robert, was married to someone else? No, no, no. Robert Downey Jr.'s character was married to somebody else in the newsroom. And at that time, you know, you couldn't have a relationship in the workplace. One of them would have had to have been fired if they were found out. But everybody knew anyway. Sure. But it, it, it just didn't add to the story to me at all. But that's my... That's my uh, dark horse. I know it's not going to win, but I'm going to be rooting for it. Well, I'm I'm anxious to see John Stewart. I, I think he's, he he's going to be great. And I do too. I think it's going to be kind of a a, a seminal moment for him. Mm. Can you say that on the air? Uh, <laughs> <I> mean, he'll <laughs> give a fluid <laughs> performance. Yeah, he'll give a fluid <laughs> performance, and he'll really uh, it'll be his coming out party. Mm-hmm. I liked I liked his line. He says, "I have nothing to lose. What are they going to knock me back to? Cable access." Yeah, but basic cable. That yeah, was a funny line. Yeah. It, but it is really huge for him because, you know, all of us obviously know who he is, but there's probably 50% of America that has never heard of Jon Stewart. Yeah, his show only gets, you know, like a million viewers and he'll have a 40, night. About right. 45 to 50 million tomorrow. Yeah. You're wondering who he is. God, he's going to have to be so nervous tomorrow. You know, I think that's what it, uh, what it all will hinge on. If he is nervous, then he's going to be horrible because i think that'll just start compounding on itself his nervousness if he comes out and he stumbles and he loses his nerve and his confidence right but if he's confident regular john stewart he'll be fine well he's one of the smoothest there is yeah but he always has that he he has that kind of uh that halting delivery and Uh and that underlying you know uncertainty about things that kind of will hide a lot of that you know i have no idea what you're talking about he's also very self-deprecating So he'll make more fun of him than anybody well, else. And everyone's self-defecating. I mean, you don't really... <laughs> don't you? Deprecating. Yeah, well, you can get assistance, I guess, can't you? <laughs> yeah, that new salon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> On your face. What? Is that what it's called? <laughs> well, now, you've done the A-Ward Awards, the American Women and Radio, yeah. and, whatever, and then the Hardline did it. And they said that that's by far the toughest crowd you could ever be in front of and try and actually entertain. I can't imagine the... Did the Hardline host this year? Yeah. No, no, they were giving out awards. They, oh. To Macy Jess, Jepsen of, of all Man, things. Man, the worst is hosting that thing. We hosted it two years in a row. Yeah, so it's just, so I can't imagine the Academy Awards uh, being much but, easier. But, uh, yeah, but I think that the A Academy, little bit lower expectations for A-Ward Awards. As long as you the Republicans, you're in good shape, but other than that. I, I, I've never been to the A-Ward Awards, so I don't know what the attitude of the crowd is, but I've always gotten the impression that the Oscar crowd is there for a party and that they're easily amused. Really? Uh, that's just my impression. You know, you would think that, like, they're all, a lot of them are performers and maybe that they would be a little bit harder to entertain. Mm. But it just, it always seems like whenever they pan to the crowd that everybody is either, like, you know, all coked up and just ready to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you think the nominees. Yeah, that's the award crowd. Do you think the nominees practice up. their facial expressions so that then when they know the camera's on them and they don't win? Why do they have to practice? They're actors. Well, no, but they have to, you know, prepare, <laughs> don't you think? For a facial expression? Yeah. Don't you think they're like, okay, here's coming about now. I got to look like this because I don't want to look like I'm totally bitter and I don't want to look well. They know. Overjoyed. They know that they could be on camera at any moment, so they're going to be on their best behavior. Nose picking or anything. So I wasn't listening, Gordon. What did you think of Brokeback Mountain? I thought it was uh, it was probably an above average movie, just because there's so many movies out there. But I didn't think it was all that great. Mm Mm-hmm. Was it disturbing? Mm, well, the first sex scene was. Yeah. When the, the second when one just, you got, Yeah, I heard you talking about it when it's automatically decided who's the top. And yeah, who's the that bottom. was just so sudden when they decided who was going to be the woman. How did they decide well, that? <clears throat> uh, well, it was because 
<laughs> Jake was the instigator. Yeah. And I guess that's the way he kind of likes it. Yeah, he felt that he should receive. He was on the receiving team. He had the catcher's mitt. Yeah. A big old... Brown muddy catcher's, catcher's mitt. You guys are going to see this in the Academy Awards this week when they do the editing presentation. There's actually a rock, paper, scissors tournament that they cut out of the movie right before they decide who'd be the woman. <laughs> oh, they cut that out? They cut it out. an edited scene? Yep. Maybe we'll see it in the director's cut in the DVD. Yeah, I thought it was... Uh, I don't know. I just... <clears throat> I never ended up caring about those two guys too terribly much. Yeah. I mean, I never, I never connected with them in... I definitely I started def to root for them and all. The ones I always rooted for the most were his kids. I wish, you know, I just felt so bad for I was rooting those for, two girls. I was rooting for Heath Ledger's wife. I thought she was really good. And she's, yeah. up, and she's up for a supporting yeah. actress nomination. And she, Boy, they're he, actually, they're married in real life, Heath Ledger and that chick. Are they married? I know they have a or, kid. Or engaged or something. Or something. I don't rem even remember her name. I could tell but you. But boy, he, loved. also in a love scene with her, he... Performed yeah, a he, similar uh, maneuver. He turned really. around to Jake. Yeah. <laughs> they did scissors, rock, paper? No, I don't think it, she had any <laughs> yeah. decision in this one. Yeah, and boy, her eyes just glazed over when that happened. I know. It's like, okay. That's when, in a good way? No, 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 because that's when, I mean, she had already discovered the, the secret, but he didn't know that she knew. And so when he turned her into Jake, she knew that that's why he turned her into Jake, because... And Heath Ledger just annoyed me with his mouth that he would, wouldn't ever open. I thought he was good. Man. I know, I'm the only one who's the, offering this opinion because the main, Craig the main, and them agree with you. The main problem that I had with the movie, other than all the gay sex, was mm -hmm. that um, I didn't think the makeup was all that convincing. Because, you know, it's, it takes place over the course of 20, 25 years. And so they're, you know, gradually aging these characters. And I just didn't buy it. It looked like a, a school play. So they, they had like paste on sideburns with grace hair in it. The one good thing about the movie was like the uh, the scenery mm -hmm. of was that Montana, Wyoming. Wyoming. And I understand it wasn't even filmed in Wyoming. It's British Columbia. Was it? Yeah. That's so weird. Well, so now I want to visit British Columbia. It's pretty up there. And get away from that gay Wyoming. <laughs> <laughs> well, they don't call Jackson Hole for nothing. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty bad. So, uh, how come Cinderella Man <laughs> didn't get a, uh, a nomination? I haven't seen that yet. I've got that on DVD. I haven't He'd watched like it. That. It's really good. But, it, you know, it, got that new Towns Van Zandt movie. I haven't watched that. I've What's heard that? that Cinderella Man is good. But, it's really good. But it didn't do near what it was expected to at the box office, and I think it kind of had the perception of being a flop. Well, didn't they bury it during the kind of fluffy summer movies when they should have been that should have been more of a fall movie shouldn't mm -hmm. it I'm take it I'm just obsessed with doing watch mouth sorry <laughs> I just walk around <laughs> saying you have mush mouth Tourette's hey did you take my fleece from ticket stock yeah we got in trouble for it. that What's well I know I did yeah you didn't do anything wrong uh, the they gave us apparently they ordered these special for just all the show hosts and, and they're really expensive no, we were supposed to do a photo shoot with them, and these are like <laughs> oh, no. very coveted items. I saw it was another free thing, so I said, here, Dave, you want it? I never even opened it. I like it. Oops. You like it? Yeah. Well, you can still have it. So <laughs> What's the new deadline for the rant? Is this a fluid yeah, is uh, this, deadline? Is this the last one? So another seminal no, fluid deadline? No, we got a deadline. couple more. Yeah, is this like third from last? I think so. Is that is that decided? 
I was thinking this morning it's decided. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was, 10 o'clock too late? Too early? I was just getting up going, why do I do this? I was thinking if, the same thing this morning. Davey. It might be the last tea box. For Davey. As you were washing the blood from your lips with a washcloth. As I'd just been jaked the night before. It wasn't a celebration? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I should do. Why are you making me decide right now? <laughs> We're all looking just at Just because it's March? Yeah. We've been toying with this date the... forever. Davey, I haven't got around to thinking about it. Davey kind of wants to know what he's going to do with his Saturdays. Yeah. He's well, Dave, don't you want your, own, your Saturdays back? Uh, I need the money. Oh. <clears throat> oh. <laughs> well, you could get another a, job on Saturday. But it's not up to you. It's up to it's up to Cat. We could use a funny oh. guy on the tee box. I don't know what Cat wants to do with 10 to noon if the rant's not there anymore. You're hoping for the Dave Lane show? No, no. As you stumble around and tell irrelevant stories? No. Weekly top 10? <laughs> that would automatically be last in the ratings on Saturday. Well, will you quit your weekday job? To do what? To do Saturdays? I don't know. We probably couldn't pay you as much as your weekday job. No. Work during the week for the ticket. Yeah, there's not a uh, place for me. Well, what if we created one? You want a place for you? With How much do you make at your other job? Um, you don't need to say that. Twice yeah. what I ever made at the ticket. How much do you make at the ticket before? Don't tell me what you make now. Just tell me what you made at the ticket before. <laughs> Six eighty an hour. Yeah, now I make twelve an hour. Here. Yeah. Well, I, if you're making close to six figures, then why do you need uh, the rant job? Fame, debt, fortune, oh. freebies. All right. What's well, Walonsky doing? Why don't you do a show with Walonsky? Yeah, there's a great idea. He's good. Now go do it. <laughs> Wake and bake with the ticket. Yeah. Just make that happen. What? <laughs> it's a pot reference. You don't smoke pot, Craig? No. <laughs> no, I don't. Why not? Should I? Yeah, man. It's good, <laughs> man. It's good stuff. It's real crunk. <laughs> Is that expensive no. anymore? Pot or yeah. crunk? Whatever. <clears throat> Crunk is not a drug. Is it? Is pot expensive? It all depends. I mean, is there actually really good yes, pot? Yes, as really a matter of fact, now, there was a whole... Uh, now there's a whole designer pot craze. There was, yeah, a, whole cover story. Yourself, there was a whole cover story on the uh, Observer, like, Imagine know, that. four or five months ago, about the designer crunk phase. But you can make that, though, right? Hmm? So you can, well, you can grow yeah. that your own. You, that yeah, but anything, I think there's an it? art to it. I, you, I don't think a first-time grower could... Come up with that the hydroponic know. lights and yeah. all that stuff. I think I read that article. So, how much is it? How much is pot? Yeah, is it as much well, as this, beer. This story was saying you can get it for like uh, there's some of it that's a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, for like this really. For, uh, what does that get you though? And the thing is, it's become like a. Um, it's a status. Thing. It's a status thing now. Where oh, I've got the new. You know, they all have stupid names. What what are the, like some they're of the like names? strains? You know, cross. So those are guys out Maui Wowie like brew their own beer. Yeah, yeah, which is pretty it's good like by that. the way. I had some last weekend. It's really good. Some, but uh, it's become designer like, weed. Like no. the price <laughs> point of the pot is also a pride point right. of the pot. Zone. Like, do you know what a do you know what a quarter is of what? What's a lid? That was back in the day. I don't a remember. Lid? It just sounded funny saying it. I never knew what it was. No, a quarter a of an dime ounce. bag. What was a dime bag? I don't even know what that was. That's a tenth of an ounce, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, I don't know. What's a lid? 
A lid is a quarter. Or maybe a dime it? bag is just whatever $10 worth of pot will buy buy you. That's what I thought. Would that buy you today? Makes sense. What would 10 bucks buy you in pot? A bud. What's a bud? And no papers? What's a lid? What is a what lid? What are papers? What is a lid? Why do they call it a lid? I don't know. I have no idea. How did that come? Where did that come That's from? That's Grego. <laughs> <laughs> He's our drug expert. Um, no, but I think I think according to that observer story, like the high end, like an ounce was like... And an ounce is about how big? It, it's like a sandwich bag? Yeah, yeah it's a like a Ziploc bag? bag full. That was like... For how uh, much? 200 like, bucks? No, no, no. Uh, like 600 bucks. 800 bucks. Something like that. So I'm wondering how many guys on the PGA Tour smoke Wait a pie. second. I don't understand this. If any. And if you get, like, a quarter bag, I, right. that's more than a one. It seems like more than an ounce to me. No, like, the weight of it? It's a quarter of an ounce. An ounce is so light, though. Here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go you to the phones. So, but, I'm not touching but an phones. ounce, go to the, go to the an ounce is like phones. this big. I'm not touching this pump, You think an yeah. ounce is, like, this big? In a, well, a, a, like a hockey is, puck? An ounce is like this big. Like a ding that, dong? That's got to weigh more than an ounce. Just the sheer volume. It's just grass. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's just, you know. There's a lot of air in there. Yeah. It's like, uh, you know, scallions. Higher on the ticket. Uh, yeah, I wanted to, uh, I know they're talking about herb prices and things like that. Herb. Uh-huh. I wanted to tell them how much everything was. Okay. What's right. a lid for one thing? Run I don't know down. what a lid is. We're opposed to this, and we're warning people against buying these In fact, we're dumping things. this conversation. So what? Right, uh, what is a lid? A, a lid is actually, it's what they, like back in the 60s, what they used. Dude. Dude. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> He's a On druggie. Air, he dude. can say that. We're on the air. He's a pothead. Davy says all the time. Now we lost our guy who had our oh, prize. So, but, but, he, but he said that... The lid was a measurement, so like if you a, filled the, up a... The top of a mason jar, if you, you just fill if that you up. fill that up to the top, that would be about an eighth. Yeah. It was like a cheap right. way of measuring. Yeah. It's called cool the lid. Name. I like that. Cool name. That's according to that guy. We I believe no if it's true. Hi, you're on the ticket. I have the best widget by NASCAR, called Kush. Kush. And like a, uh, an ounce of Kush is like $1,100 for an ounce of Kush. Oh, my gosh. Can you tell and the you, difference? Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. And like so like a dime bag is like an eighth of an ounce. That's what a dime is. And like a, like a, a base of a dime of Kush is about 125 All right. Well, how much, what's the difference in a dime bag and a lid? I don't know what a lid is. That's a white term. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Yeah, is there, are, are there different terms in the black community? Uh, yeah, we don't call it pot, we call it weed or kush, you know, that's the new thing, it's kush, you know, you got hydro, um, you got dodo. Now, so, now so, do, do black dudes and white dudes like the same kind of pot? Yeah. It's universal? Yeah. If it's good, it's good, right? Yeah, it's good, it's good. All right. Well, that's confusing, all right, that's okay. confusing that a dime bag is really an eighth. That doesn't make any sense well, to me. Well, dime either refers to... Well, that's what I didn't know. Is dime the weight or is dime the price? I thought it was a dead guitar player. Um. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but now dime is neither weight or price. He said a dime, which is an eighth of an ounce, cost 125 Probably back in the day, probably cost Yeah, probably $10. back in the day, it cost 10 bucks. I don't know. So has pot prices gone up over time? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. There's been inflation? Let's talk to a realtor. 
Oh, well, I guess they don't cover that. <laughs> Hi, you're on the ticket. That's <laughs> another two. Can you, get, can you actually get an ounce of that? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Blew it out. Wow, Blew an ounce of Gordo's what a trunk. Stud. <laughs> Higher on the ticket. Oh, Simone. Wow. Higher on the ticket. Hey, uh, I was going to tell you, back in the early 70s when I indulged, uh, a lid was the amount of weed you'd put in a bag, the width of three fingers. And back then it was only $10. Now it's called a shocker. Oh, it's a shocker. <laughs> Not a bad line. <laughs> Higher on the ticket. That's the dime bag goes back like to Coke, not just weed. Really? Yeah, when you were going to draw it, same as if somebody bets a dime on a on a basketball game, they're betting a thousand bucks. If you want to drop a grand on it on some Coke, you get a dime bag full, it'll cost you a thousand dollars. But nobody bought a thousand dollars worth of weed back then. No, but when you no, bet, you I say I, I want to. When it transferred over to weed. Wait a second. When you bet, you say I want to put a dollar on something. That means a hundred dollars. No, when you do when you bet a dime, that's a thousand dollar bet. You want a dime on the Cowboys? I swear, I've heard people bet true, and they say I'd like to put a dollar on this game, and what they mean is a hundred dollars. Yeah, therefore a dime is a thousand. I don't know who it's makes an inverse <laughs> Yeah, I don't yeah. understand that. I'm not here to argue semantics with you. I'm well, it, actually, you. it's not semantics. I mean. As far as nitpicking, it's like real words, real meanings of words. That's important. This is conversations think? that pot smokers have. <clears throat> this is their debates in the middle of the night. Yeah, I guess it'd be better if we were. How did semantics get such a bad rap? I don't know. It's People just automatically off. they use it to mean meaningless yeah. uh, talk of meaning, which I don't understand. I think that's a contradiction in terms. Okay, so back to a dime bag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that's a thousand bucks. If it was talking about that, I don't know what it is for weed. Who cares what it is for weed? There's too much of it. Too much you buy, weed? You, you buy Coke, you know what you're getting for the most part. Oh, you sure? Huh. Higher on the ticket. <laughs> you might be getting sheetrock or <laughs> okay, bacon. Okay, yeah, I, I have the uh, information on prices and things like that. <laughs> yeah. Like our and actually, I was the dude that just got kicked off for saying a naughty word, so I apologize, man. Yeah, okay. Right, keep it clean. Okay, uh, but what do you guys want to know? And, and uh, the Kush thing that that dude was talking about, it's it's not that expensive. Uh, $1,000 for an ounce. He's just getting ripped off? I I mean yeah that's ridiculous. Man. How old are you? I'm uh 26. Oh, okay. And you've already uh, yeah. done all these illegal drugs? <laughs> yeah, I have actually. Probably I can by probably the time you're 16. You're looking for He's in his 20s. Okay, so himself. okay, run it down for us. What's the most expensive kind of? Uh, well, the most pot. expensive kind they pot weed. A lot of people label it strains now. Like you have blueberry and like all these different strains out there. Strange. And normally those Strange. are anywhere oh. between four and five hundred dollars an ounce. Uh huh. For most of the stuff that I always get, it's always 400 an ounce, but it can go up to five. You just admitted something here on the air. <clears throat> What's that? Huh? What? Oh, nothing, nothing, nothing. Uh, yeah, so that that's what it is. In a, a dime bag, I mean, people don't, for good buds, like they have good buds and then they have swag. Which swag is like your Mexican dirt weed. It's dirt, uh-huh. it's dirt weed. Yeah, yeah, it's. Dirt. What's the difference in dirt weed and skunk weed? Oh, Dude. No. <laughs> Why are they just retarded? Because he's bad. Why, when you use so many drugs, do you just get to where you're just retarded? He's just on the phone. If my yeah. kids are listening, that is why you don't do drugs. Right. Well, I meant retarded in the actual way. It retards your, your thinking. Yeah, you can't remember to not cuss on the air. Twice. Unbelievable.
Hey, it does have, you know, and that's been the Matthew McConaughey explanation we've gotten from everyone. That he's fried his brain yeah, so bad? Yeah, they say he's fried. You guys are trying to wonder whether this is an act or whether he's putting on cool guy. He doesn't know what he's doing. This is just the way he is now because he's messed up. Yeah, I mean, there, there is a point where, you know, dudes can smoke so much that even when they're not high, they seem high. And I think that's what has happened to Matthew McConaughey. I mean, like, he, when he's telling that sandwich story, he thinks that's a good story. You heard that? Yeah. So you saying don't do drugs? Don't do them too. You excess. know what? I think it is a waste of time. I truly do. It is a waste it of is. time and money. A waste of time and money, yeah. It's just you're trying to check out. I don't know what you're trying to do. I guess have fun is what you're ultimately trying to do. To but skate. then you, you never notice when you cross over from, you know, getting drunk with your friends and smoking out with your friends or whatever, and then you cross over into where you kind of do us doing it by yourself, and no, no, no I don't want to go out tonight. I'm going to stay in, and you're just going to watch a movie. And, and then all of a sudden, that thing that was supposed to be such a great social lubricant to you has nothing to do with being social whatsoever. Another seminal reference. Lubricant? <laughs> <laughs> all right, it's 1020 on the ticket. Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. You've got the rant, Dave Lane, Gordon Keith, with you till noon today. Talking about all the things that are on your mind on this beautiful, sunshiny Saturday. Have you had fun in this weather, Dave? Have you frolicked? Uh, I haven't done any frolicking yet. Really? No. Traipsing? No. Did you traipsing through a meadow? And, uh, you know, I, I plan to do some outdoor activities today, but apparently uh, that's not going to be a possibility because... Uh, Why not? My... Uh, Freaking job just called me and asked Ooh. me to come in today. So you down on your job? No, no. Why do you get that idea? Because you just threw a computer screen about halfway across the studio right after they called you. I don't know what you're talking about. You look enraged, David. I haven't seen you like this since, well, any one of your girl escapades that didn't go so well. Escapades. 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 No, I'm fine. I'm good. I love work. Like, what kind of work do you do? Uh, I'm a writer. Okay. So you write, like, novels and I work with things words. like that? No, copywriter, advertising. So, like, you write things like 7-Eleven, making visions, dreams. Exactly, yeah. Bunch of kind of non-speak that kind of makes you feel good, though, and yeah. sounds progressive. Has some alliteration sometimes, uh -huh. or, or words that rhyme and stick in your brain, even though they don't mean anything. Yeah. Huh. Well, all right. 
So what are you going to write today? Something about Doritos. See, when you say writer, it conjures up a very different... <laughs> I know, that's why I say writer. I don't say copywriter. So say girls writer. say, oh my gosh, he's a writer. Yeah, oh, even though I've so never great. written anything of substance ever. <laughs> really? What are, you, what are you writing about now? Uh, Dor Doritos. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh my goodness. You know that little paragraph that you read on the back of your Doritos bag? That's mine. I wrote that. You like the story arc in it? I think really when it gets to high fructose corn syrup, that's really the culmination. That was my idea. Well, what would you like to do? Is this what you want to do for the rest of your life? No, I'd, I'd like to um, be independently wealthy and maybe um, uh, be a travel okay. writer or uh, maybe open up a, a bar. So how close are you to that? myself to death. How close are you to... The independent wealth. Um, I think if I stay at this pace, never. Oh, when someone says that they're independently wealthy, does that mean they didn't even have family money? I don't know. I don't know what that means. They're wealthy enough to be independent of any other humans. But if you, tell, if you say, wow, that kid's independent, do you automatically mean they're wealthy? No. So you don't need wealth to be independent. That's a good point. So independently wealthy, does that mean you made the money yourself and now you don't need... Yeah, that's true. I guess I just want to be wealthy. I don't care how I get it. You don't care where it comes no, from. I don't care how I get it. What is wealthy? Um, I like your idea of... Uh, what, it, what is the magic number to... have a six-finger... Six-finger? Ooh, head, <laughs> heads up. Six-figure income on your interest and not having to touch your principal. Oh, like, uh, well, let's say $3 million. Yeah, so at least $3 million, That's what I want. What is that? Let's see. That's, what is 5% of $3 million? You're asking me? Yeah, you're a writer. Here, let me, uh, let me find the calculator function on this computer. How many... Okay, we had a guess from the control room at 60000 I don't believe so. All right, wait a second. 5% of $1 What's million 10%? is $50,000, so it's $150,000. Yeah, right. $150,000. All right, there you go. You can make that easily. With $3 million, you can make $150,000 off the interest. That's at 5%. That's very conservative. Okay. Yeah, so that's what I want. $3 million. Mm -hmm. Give it to me. Okay, now you have no great track record of being able to handle wealth or money of any kind. Why do you say that? Because you don't. So what makes you think that would change if you had more money? It wouldn't. <clears throat> I'd be a Katrina victim. What do you mean? People who can't handle yeah. free money? Yeah. I'd just buy stuff I didn't need. <laughs> See, that's the thing. If you never learn how to use money, then more money, I don't know how much good it's going to do you. Higher on the ticket. Much higher on the ticket. Hey. Hey. On a, on a serious note, what's wrong with Grego? I'm sorry, the phone's just cut out there. We missed you. You must be in a bad cell phone. Hey, come on. What? Seriously. What's that now? What? What's? What's? Where's Grego? What's wrong with it? What? What's? What's the word on him? It's like when you watch Lost and there's like a cliffhanger episode. You just have to stay right. tuned. Stay tuned to the soap opera. Come on. 
see we you really can't time. understand you. Is he back on the Vicodin? I'm sorry? Is he back on the Vicodin? I don't know if he's been riding his bike or not. Is he back on the bike again? Yeah, I think you know, that's a question that... I think you're thinking of Craig Miller. Yeah. Come on. Give us a hit. Give you a hit? I don't have any Vicodin. All right. Hi, you're on Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. Hey. Would, hey. You want to know what independent wealth means? Yes, please. F-U money. That means you can do whatever the hell you want, and you don't have to worry about anybody getting at your money. That's a Howard Stern phrase. That's what? That's a Howard Stern phrase. Independently wealthy is Howard Stern? He invented it? No, F-U money. He's got F-U money. He doesn't... He can do whatever he wants because he's got money coming in. Nobody can touch it. Wow, and he brags about that? No, no, no. no. He, he, he'll he he'll say that a guest has his F.U. money or ask him if he has F.U. money. See, that's what I want. Well, man, Stern's got it now with his the $500 million. and He's on Sirius, is that right? Yeah, and 250 He just had some stock option he sold for like $200 million. Have you heard, how is his show doing on Sirius? No idea. I mean, I, I assume subscriptions have gone way up for Sirius since he signed, but right. I, I don't know how they measure that. Is it That's, just subscriptions, or do they actually measure listenership on No, I don't the think satellite? they can measure listenership. But the weird thing is, and this is what concerns me about it, is that how much do you hear about him these days? I never hear about him, but I never heard about him, you know, for the last couple of years anyway. See, I did. I don't know. It was a bold move. It's <clears throat> one that certainly made him rich. Well, do you think he really cares anyone, anymore? Anyone who can get rich off their talent like that, I'm all for it. I mean, do you think that he's just on career autopilot? No, no. I think he's really driven. You think so still? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I think he'd rather have the job than the money. I think he's one of those types. One of those types that's opposite than me. <laughs> Hi, you're on the ticket. Hey, uh, we're about ready to put out the Amber Alert. We want to know what y'all did with Grego. I'm sorry? You, you I want, think you're in a bad cell. No, I'm not on a bad cell. Bad cell's when you're in jail. <laughs> Hello? Yeah. No, really, where's Grego, man? We want to know what y'all did with him. All right, we'll address the Grego thing next. Amber, Thank you. Amber. That's a lie. I hear the clock and it's 6 a.m. Feel so far from where I've been. I've got my eggs, got my pancakes too. Got my maple syrup, everything but you. I break the yolks, I make a smiley face. Kind of like it. In my brand new place I wipe the spots off the mirror Don't leave my keys in the door Never put wet towels On the floor anymore But dreams last For so long Even after you're gone And I know That you love me And soon 
Good Lord. <laughs> Forgot about those bits. We have more of those? Really? Fake Greg was singing. Well, load them up. Get them ready. All right, we've been getting a lot of email on this, and a lot of people call in and all this sort of thing. Grego, and I'm, why is this show having to address it? Should because I even talk? I don't know if you should talk about it, but you are always the the air clearer of the ticket. put me in the awkward No, position. I don't think that anyone puts you in the position. You just feel obligated to do it. Well, I'll state what's out there already in the media is that Grego... Uh, had had a left for medical reasons. Yeah. And he's been gone then. There's no great conspiracy theory. He was uh, he was not back in... I'll tell you these things, which are already out there as well. He didn't go back to rehab for Vicodin. Right, it has nothing to do with painkillers. And he uh, was not suspended due to offensive comments about Muslims. <laughs> I did hear that. Yeah, that's out there too. Those are not true. And there's, there is or is not a timetable for him coming back? Uh, if there is a timetable or isn't, I don't know either way. Right. I don't know either way on so that. So we don't, we don't know when he's coming back, but we just know that he had some medical issue. Right. So that's the story, and, and all the P1s are understandably... See, and this is what's uncomfortable about it. See, damn me, I'm, see, I'm compelled to talk about this once again. It's just uncomfortable because the ticket would talk about anybody else who was on leave, you know, but the P1s get frustrated with us when we clam up on something. Right. But when or, it, or they perceive us to clam up on something. But when it's a family issue, you know, yeah, it's when like, it's you in know, your house, you don't necessarily want to, you know, have it out there right. for everybody to ridicule or comment on. But, okay, here's, here's an example. Once again, I'm talking too much, but uh, like I was out Thursday. And they have... What's that? Rehab. No, Muslim comments. But I got emails from people once again thinking that I had been suspended for something or another. Of Man, what's wrong with Gordo? He was out. Man, what's the story with that? Yeah, well, my, my muse was a bullet to the brain pan. Okay. Dick Hicks. But the truth of the matter is that it's, you know, it's something that I just didn't want to talk about on the air because it's it's a downer. It, I had a funeral that I had to go to. And it wasn't Grego's funeral. <laughs> I just mentioned that right now. Oh, my God! <laughs> but, you know, it was... Uh, it was my, my grandmother passed away, and I had to go to a funeral. Okay? Your grandmother in quotes? No, no, no. It was my grandmother. Okay. And it's, it's not that big deal, you know, I guess, to talk about. But, you know, why do I have to get into it? What, what difference does it make? I have to be out for a day, and I let those guys know on Monday. I said, hey, Thursday's this funeral. I'm, I'll be out on Thursday. Okay. Well, then it comes up, and, you know, during the day, they don't know whether I want it talked about on the air or not, so they say, okay, Gordon's out today. Well, then that starts the tongues wagging. All right, well, wh why is he out? Well, I, I don't know. It's his business. He's like any other employee. He's allowed personal days to, you know, go to funerals or be sick or, you know... Go tubing, whatever he wants to do. 
Um, but but everyone gets curious. So, you know, Greg goes out for medical reasons. I don't know. Maybe it is true. Maybe we owe everyone much more of an explanation than anyone else. Maybe we have to tell them our business. I don't know. What do you think? Uh, <clears throat> like if I was diagnosed with, with cancer, let's say, or AIDS, do I have to immediately come out and, and tell and, and say, I mean, how much of our private life well, do we owe? Um, well, let's, let's just... Let's put it this way. What if, uh, say, <clears throat> instead of uh, Grego being out, yeah. it, it was Jeff K. on the bone being out? All right. You know, th there's no obligation if you're, you know, running a, a DJ shift on an FM station. There's no obligation to tell the listeners anything about where anyone is. You know, maybe the morning show, if, if you know, there was some extended period of time where uh -huh. the morning show is missing. It's just that it's the nature of this particular format and this particular station. Because we ask a lot out of the P1s, you know, they're very intimate with us. They feel like they intimately know us, and it's that special relationship that you have with a listener that makes this station unique. So the bar is raised. Right. But the question once again becomes, how much of your private life do you owe someone? Do you ever owe them that? Or is it always just a, a courtesy, you know, of, well, you know, I feel like the, they've invited me into their homes or whatever, and so I feel like I owe them at least some sort of explanation of whatever. I, I mean, I, I think it's, it kind of becomes a uh, tabloid situation, you know. I mean, you know, Brad and Jennifer don't owe the public anything about their, you know, falling out and their, you know, failed marriage or whatever. But because, but because, because of the fact that they're public figures, you know, it, it's out there. Then, uh, you know, I guess be in the P1 community, you know, you guys have been elevated to the, to the point that you're, you know, you have a celebrity status and you have that invasion of privacy that comes I'm kind, with of, I'm kind of the Jennifer Aniston of the ticket. You are. <laughs> but, and you know, you know me, Dave, I fall on the, I'm the weird privacy nut of the ticket. So I don't, I don't like to do any of the real personal life on the air business. And so that's when, you know, I, I'm the one who, okay, uh, my, I went to my grandmother's funeral, but I don't really want that on the air. So I don't have it on the air. Well, then people gossip about it. So then, well, no, I need to say it on the air where people don't think that I got <clears throat> suspended for this. And then the other half of me right. says, I don't care what <clears throat> they think. They think I got suspended or they think that I was suspended for Muslim comments or or I was in rehab, or I don't know, I got my arm cut off. But then there's the, there's the flip side of that, that say you, um, you know, did announce on Wednesday, or the day before you went to the funeral, that, hey, I'm going to be out tomorrow, my, my grandmother passed away, and I'm going to be at her funeral. And then during, you know, e-break on Friday, get all these calls from, hey, it's Gordo's dead grandmother. Right. Right. It's just, why mess with that? And I've been real fortunate. I mean, I've, you know, the past, I don't know, however many years, I've been lucky that my personal life just hadn't, it doesn't need to be on the air. It seems like we have plenty of fun without it. So, but I know that there's people in the forums that all get up in arms about that. But all of our, they don't want any of us up here to have personal lives. 
But then there's a lot that understand it. Anyway, we'll take phone calls. Hi, you're on the ticket. Hey, again. What's that? Hello. Who's that? Hello. Hi, you're on the ticket. Hey, they taking calls on this? Uh, no. <laughs> Hi, you're on the ticket. Gordon. Y'all. It's Ronald. Ronald? Yeah. Okay. Man, don't try to act like you don't know me. I sold you a sack last night. Sold me a sack. Is that a drug reference? Mm. Gordon. I don't know. Vaginal slice, born, born. Hi, you're on the ticket. Hello? Hi. You still talking about the personal affairs thing? Yeah. Yeah, you have no business. You don't have to tell. You don't have no obligation to tell us your private life. I mean, uh, it's your business. Your business. Yeah, that's true, but that doesn't detract from the fact that it's an awkward situation if all of a sudden somebody's out for five weeks, let's say. Yeah. Go Mavericks. Okay. Thank you, Avery. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> you on the ticket. Hey, this uh, segment is going to fit in the hardline Janot thing because uh, you and Davey were you know, and like crazy. Oh, we were? Oh, yeah, damn it. Terrible. Yeah, we're not very good broadcasters. No. Me especially. All right. How you on the ticket? Hey, guys. Hey. Just want to comment about uh, what you guys are talking about sure. on the uh, what, your personal lives and whatnot. I don't think, for the most part, people really need to know exactly what happened, but because you guys have been on the air for so long and because... You've basically become part of the family in a kind of a weird kind of way for most people. I mean, it's it's got to be really weird for you guys because you have no idea who we are, but everybody knows who you guys are. So we care enough to know, hey, or want to know, well, what happened? Is he sick? Was he in a car wreck or, or what? Just tell us that, and then that would suffice most people's curiosity, and then you, you don't have to go into anything further. We just want to know what's going on, just basically. We don't... Want to get into your right. personal so, are you saying it's more a, more of a concern thing rather than a, a probing, wanting to know everything about someone's personal life issue? Yeah, ex exactly, exactly. Yeah, I think you're right, and I think it, you know you encapsulated the situation very well. You know, the, the awkward thing for, you know, uh, let's say in the case of George and Craig with me being out, or Mike and Corby with Grego being out, it's. Well, how much does that guy really want us to say on the air? So you always err on the side of caution, and you end up saying nothing because you wait for the other person to handle it when they get back. Yeah, you guys are just in such a unique position. I don't think there's I don't think there's very many radio stations or broadcast type stations, whether it's television or radio, that have these kind of situations that you guys have to deal with because people just generally like you guys so much. You know, we don't even know who you are, really. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Thanks for your phone call. Good phone call. All right, can we put the issue to rest for now? Yeah, maybe just, just restate what you stated earlier, and, okay. and we'll just walk away what from it. What I stated it. earlier is we're getting inundated with, obviously, calls and emails about Grego's absence. And we leave it to Grego to talk about his absence when he gets back. You know, he went and, uh, this is what I will tell you, he was not suspended due to Muslim comments that he made. That is a very popular rumor out there. He did not go back into rehab for Vicodin addiction. Or any other pain medicine or, or any, any other, other drug. Or any other pain medicine or any other drug. Okay? He was also not in a car accident. <laughs> and he's also not dead. I've heard that before. <laughs> and I, I may have started that one by telling someone that he was dead and we were frantically looking for a look-alike. Maybe we should listen to the Hardline theme backwards and see if there's any <laughs> hidden messages about Grego being dead. So, anyway... I don't know when Greg will be back, but um, 
I certainly look forward to the day. It's 1058 on Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. Eleven oh four Sports Radio thirteen ten the ticket. Mm-hmm. You're listening to the rant with Davy Lane and Gordon Keith, taking your phone calls and talking about all the stories of the day. All right, David. I've been getting a lot of email about me being involved in a Jackson Five killing. What? <laughs> There's some guy who was a drummer for the Jackson Five. And his last name was Jackson. And they're trying to find out whether he's related to the actual Jackson 5. But uh, he was their drummer, and he was stabbed to death, I think, by some woman. But anyway, quoted in the article was this former manager of the Jackson 5, Gordon Keith. Like, the only person I know that has my name used to manage Jackson 5. Did you know that previous to the yeah, story? I did. But, of course, I've gotten 200 email. People said, hey, didn't know you hated the Jackson 5, because that guy had sued the Jackson 5 or something. Yes, are aware. I am aware of that. Did you see all the notable deaths we had? The Don Knotts, the Dennis yes. Weaver. Dennis Weaver. Yeah. Who is he again? The guy on the thing. McLeod. What? He was McLeod. McLeod? On what show? McLeod. No, I never watched that. I don't know who that is. Don Knotts made me tear up a little bit. Yeah, he was great. I was surprised at how many people had such an outpouring of... Uh, you know, grief over Don Knotts. And I you know, happy to see that. I, I don't know if this is just uh, my particular television watching growing up, or or a generational thing in general. You know, a lot of people remember him from Andy Griffith's show. My first exposure to Don Knotts was Three's Company. I thought he's bad on that. Maybe he wasn't as good as he was on Andy Griffith, but at the time, I thought he was genius on that show. Really. I he was, was so much. He was so much better than the Ropers. See, I love Norman Fell as Mr. Roper. He cracked me up. Yeah, I like Don Knotts better. In other news, do you see where Walmart's going to be selling the morning after pill now? Are they going to put it in burritos? I don't know about that. I think that's a great idea. Uh, we talked about that. It was on this show, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a ticket stock. The, you know, yeah, we said that... Uh, Waterburger should put them in taquitos. Yeah, every taquito served after 2 a.m. should have morning after pills ground up in them. Yeah. So they just have a mortar and pestle in the, in the drive-thru window grinding up pills, sprinkling them on taquitos. It's a great idea. Well, now Walmart's going to sell them. Not taquitos, but morning after morning pills. Morning after pills, right. I didn't e you know, I'm so far behind, I didn't even know that the morning after pill was legal in this country. Oh, Yeah. If it wasn't, I'd be in trouble. How long has it been legal? A year, two? It's Thursday, at least. Since the last time you used one? <laughs> Groobs, you ever paid for a morning after pill? No, I just killed a woman. Oh, my. Okay, mm. um... Now, the ethical controversy of the morning after pill, those that think that life begins at conception. Right. That uh, the morning after, I guess, kills that conception piece. And just doo-doos it out. Well, 
That's not the most medical of explanations. Just way too graphic. Jeez. Uh, yeah, so... You know, it's always was the most disturbing one to me of the contraceptive devices, the IUD. Like the, the little pillars that are under the arm? What? Is that the thing that they insert, like... Underneath that's the skin? Nor plant. That's a uh, no, no. That one creeped me out. Well, that's just time release hormones. Yeah, but it was like under the skin. You could see it. Yeah. No, the IUD is it's a. Well, it's it. It's a metal wire that goes up into the uterus that disrupts the uterine lining f from being able to receive the implanted <coughs> conceived. Baby, do they still use that? Yeah, so it's like chicken. But a lot wire. of times, yeah, it's, it's like, like chicken, chicken wire that right. they put up in there. And they would have sometimes they would have pregnancies that continued, and the baby would have the chicken wire through its jaw or something. It'd be hanging on with one arm to the chicken wire. Yeah, going. <coughs> yeah, that's weird. Anything I don't like the contra post conception contraception. No, I don't like any contraceptive devices that involve insertion like a sponge yeah or, or a, a diaphragm diaphragm uh-huh well, what do you prefer <clears throat> um the good old pill man you can't go wrong with the pill or the patch do the patch see that's what i was talking about i always slap those patches on girls mm -hmm. hey so you come to this club often just kind of slap her on the back, mm -hmm. get that patch on there, know you're safe for the rest of the night. I don't think it works that quickly. Oh. I had one girlfriend, I substituted her Nicoderm patches. So she couldn't figure out why she couldn't quit smoking? Yeah. But you were just tagging she it all the time. She smoked a lot, yeah, but never had a baby. It was great. Worked out for me. So is Walmart catching flack for this? Because oh, they're, of course they're, they're going to catch flack. Because they're such a conservative icon in this country. Right. Yeah, they're going to catch all kinds of flag. Sam's is going to start selling the pills by the 55-gallon barrel. And they say that after you finish with the whole barrel full of morning after pills, then you can wear it as a fashion statement. Are you 486 right on the front of the barrel? Why is it when people were naked in the old days, they always used to have to wear barrels? I guess that's all they could find. I don't know. Why not wear an animal skin? I don't know. So who, like, if if they did start carrying morning after pills at Sam's, would it, like, just sorority houses buy them? Just a whole, they just roll the barrel there at the foyer of yeah. the sorority be house? like a candy dish. You just reach in there, grab a handful, chomp them. I don't know that they're chewable. Maybe they will have to come out with chewables since... Kids are having sex so early these days. That's true. That's a good point. And in funny shapes. Mm-hmm. You know? Dinosaurs. SpongeBob shape. All right, let's go to the phones. Hi, you're on Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. Hey, I'm just curious. Listen to them, guys. I'm not sure if they realize. It sounds like they're talking about one pill, but do they realize there's two different pills? Really? There's a morning after pill and then an abort. What's an abort? His call was just aborted, I guess. What's an abort? Higher on the ticket. Yeah. I don't think this is a segment of the pill. 
Rushy be able to kill your cat or that cat. You know what beats me down? People who do South Park impersonations. Yeah, those no are one, never no one can really ever do them. They're never funny. Hi, you're on the ticket. Yeah, they refused to carry the morning after pill, and there was a lawsuit. That's why they're starting to carry it now. Ah. Yeah, it says that Walmart reversed itself, saying it would stock emergency contraception pills in all of its pharmacies. And right. in a response to a lawsuit. That's right. Okay. And yeah, it's in their pharmacy. Good. It's not just, you know, out. On the shelf. Yeah. Next to the little, you know. With the, the smiley face price saver next to it. Right. The smiley face with the IUD growing through it. Hi, you're on Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. Uh, yeah, stay away from the pill altogether. I'm headed home from the hospital with twins as we speak. Ooh. So, yeah, it's it's what, 98% effective? So you uh, lost the lottery? Well, and this would be uh, children's number two and three, so I just got terrible luck, apparently. Or you're just really good. <clears throat> well, I've argued that point, but my wife doesn't agree. Do you like that wife you have? I do. So, so was, for a while. Was, the, uh, was the first one what caused you to become husband and wife, or... Oh no! Oh no! She's three and a half and married uh, seven years in August. So. So you, but she just stayed on it because you guys didn't want to have kids right away, and and you failed. Right. Right. Yeah. A long time. So wait, all three kids were were pill babies? Were accidents. She was on the pill at the at the time of conception for the first and then the. Second. You sure that third. she's taking the right kind of pill? <laughs> well, it says Advil in the box. Is that not the right? No. <laughs> That's an underrated yes. joke. Come on, Dave. That's a good one. I thought it was all right. Oh, well done. Congratulations, by the way. I think. Appreciate you. Yeah, I really appreciate you. Hi, you're on Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. Hey, good morning. Hi, gentlemen. Hey. Well. Awesome. Hey, uh, I definitely encourage the pill. It is uh, one thing that keeps my girl's water levels down. It keeps her attitude a lot more chipper. She loves to love me a lot more often. Uh, but when she's off of it, if she runs out of prescription and doesn't Re-up, well, it is cranky, it is swollen ankles, it is bad. So, so she takes know. a pill every day? Yes. But, but See, I would think taking the morning after pill every day is... No, 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 is, birth control pill. We're talking about two different kinds of pills. Well, doesn't morning after pills control birth? Yeah, but it's not the birth control pill. Oh. See, the, but, but, but you've got to make sure that your girl is taking the right pill. Because if they take just the uh, the old school pill that's just the constant level hormone, then right. then it can turn them into just a a sexless android. Right, but wow. one thing you will have, but, but but if you're as pretentious as I am, you know, I'm out on swollen ankles. You know, I mean, hot, lean, and ready to scream. That's how they got to be. I agree. You sound like Dave's kind of guy. High five! I'm giving you a virtual high five right now. Oh, well, he hung up on you. Hi, you're on the ticket. Easy, beautiful, you big shit. Hey, hey. Hi, you're on the ticket. It's still not calling. You there? Yeah. Hey, I'm sorry. I got a bad sound. All those two different pills. There's actually two. There's the morning after pill prevents conception. There's the abortion pill that actually causes a miscarriage. And, and the, the, abor the abortion pill is not legal in this country, right? The abortion, the abortion pill is not legal. That's the pill that came out of France that all the hoopla was about. So what's RU486? Right. What, no, what is RU486? Which pill? That's the abortion pill. Okay. Now, depending on your religious, you know, beliefs and everything, the the morning after pill is not viewed quite as strongly. 
Well, what I don't understand is why wouldn't it be viewed as strongly? Because, because there, there's the argument that if life the begins at, pill, if life begins at conception, then both of them are abortion pills, right? No, the, the, that's the point. The, the argument is that the morning after pill prevents conception. There is no conception; it prevents it. Oh, I see. I thought the morning after pill pre prevents implantation, which would be conception. No. I thought conception was when the conception uh, is when the, the man little part gets into the girl little right. part burrows well, in right. there. Well, yeah, that's that, conception. Is when the uh, when the egg is fertilized. Well, the Implant, oh, geez, Louise, can we talk place. one at a time? Prevents growth. Prevents follow up. Pre what do you mean prevents, prevents follow up? It prevents uh, child support. It prevents implantation, right? Yes. So it, what's the time? What's the time limit for the morning after pill? Yeah, morning after. Right, but what if you what, what if, if you have Greg's in the I morning? Think there's an argument that it that it is within 24 hours that the morning after pill. Okay, but yeah. we don't. We I'm still confused by your conversation as to whether it prevents conception or implantation. Well, now you get again. You get into semantics and the religious people. That's the exact <laughs> argument they make. But the doctors it's and not, the, and the religious not, people. That's the point. Once again, I think people are using semantics as a pejorative term. Well, I still, understand, but there still are a key point. Different pills and no, no, this is not do. a religious argument at all. This is implantation and conception are two different things. Hey, I agree. Medically, they're two different things. Up. Put them in the burritos. I don't care. No, 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 no. You still don't understand what I'm talking about. It's not a religious argument as to what is conception and what is implantation. You can't. You can't take the morning after pill two weeks later. And, and come out on the good side. Because I think it prevents implantation. Okay. But it does not prevent fertilization, does it? The morning after pill. Okay. <laughs> For the love of everything. Higher on the ticket. Hey, ask Groobs about vaginal class born born. Groobs, what about it? I agree with it. All right. It's 11-18. Eleven twenty-five on Sports Radio thirteen ten. The ticket. Okay. Can we clarify something here? Yes. This morning after pill versus regular birth control pill versus the French abortion pill. It now, helps. It helps I had, to read the whole story. Yeah, and I had this argument with this guy. It's it's amazing to me how some people offer something as fact. And don't ever say, you know, I, I, hey, I, I could be totally mistaken about right. this. Right. This, this is what this I what know, this is but what I'm think not sure. It is. All right. And I thought, and I, and I say, I think that it's this way. The regular birth control pill, it prevents ovulation. The morning after pill prevents implantation. The abortion pill basically it kills the fetus well it just it just flushes the entire uterus right the the thickened lining the implanted embryo and everything that's that's the theory that i'm working on now give me the real information uh you are absolutely correct the morning after pill provides a high dose of hormones that women can take up to five days after grex to so it's prevent it's not just pregnancy. the morning after pill. it's the five morning after pill yeah it's the Business week morning after pill. Right. 
some abortion opponents believe emergency contraception is a form of abortion because it blocks the fertilized egg from being implanted in the uterine wall. Okay. So exactly it blocks what you implantation. Said. So it, it, it has, uh, conception has occurred because the egg is fertilized, but the morning after pill, you can take it up to five days later to make sure that egg doesn't implant on the uterus and, you know, the baby continues to grow there. But up to five days later, you're saying that the egg hasn't traveled to the uterus by that time and already well, may, maybe maybe it's um maybe it's begun to implant, but it's not uh its claws it's, don't work it's not completely secure, yeah, the fingernails haven't con- completely grown by that point because that's the first thing that grows in a um embryo is a little arm that can grip. Just hanging out the egg, just holding on. And like a little leech sucker mouth that right. attaches to the mother. And a dialogue bubble that says, oh my goodness. And so it's just holding on against the current. Uh, okay, so did that say RU486 is the morning after pill? No. Okay, or uh, I RU486 think our, I is think that's the abortion the French, pill. French abortion pill. Okay. All right. I think I understand it now, David. Thank you for your medical advice. You're welcome. Your strong medical advice. Hi, you're on the ticket. Oh, we got the phones up. Hello. Bottom row, top row, which one? Oh, top row. Hi, you're on the ticket. Hey. Hey. Can I weigh in on this? Uh, either Greg and Pat Colin or this uh, thirteen, this uh, <laughs> abortion pill. <laughs> okay. Here's the thing: if it's getting implanted, I mean. Even if you're used this morning after pill, aren't you still killing the baby? Yes. I mean, that's, that, that's my David's thing. a Catholic. He says yes. Baby's a Catholic? Man, he's got some opinions about this. So here's the thing. Why, Has that why prevented you from having premarital sex, David? Um, not to this point. Has that prevented you from skipping church whenever you feel like it? I did commit to um, going to church every Sunday of Lent. Okay. Haven't you in the past... Uh, accused us uh, sweet sweet of being a cafeteria Catholic. Gordon is convinced you sweet sweet. His uh accused me of that, yes. I've accused Davy of that. Well so is this one of the like scoops you can scoop out of the Catholic cafeteria? The morning after not? scoop? Yeah, the morning after scoop. What, can you like dump some of that on your tray? No, I think David is against the morning after pill. No, I don't have any problem with it. Oh you don't? Okay. No. I guess I just got kind of fired. So you up. you are against Catholic Church on abortion. You feel like abortion's okay. No, I I'm split you on it. You who could have been aborted. Yeah. No, I'm split on it. <laughs> you who <laughs> wish that you were aborted. Yeah. Sometimes I do wish that. Wow. That's pretty harsh. I guess I guess I just got fired up by the last caller to just split you know, it's just splitting semantical hairs. Until until a baby has a face up in the uterus, mm. then it's just a tadpole. You can you can That's squash it if you it. want to. Can you use it as bait? Yeah, you can hook it. Is that cast it. the Pope? Is that like the Pope? Higher on the ticket. Hi, this is Nolan Booth, and I'm the doc. Higher on Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. Gordon, I got a new boyfriend. I bet you I know who this is. Don Notch. Oh, this is Don Notch? <laughs> no, no, that's oh, your grandmother's boyfriend. And I'm dating Don Notch now. Yep. And he's a great guy. How come you don't hang up on me? Because I'm waiting. I figured you had some funny stuff prepared. That's all he prepared because he was waiting for the quick trigger. I can't think of very much. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for trying, though. All right. Bye-bye. Okay. Take care.
Higher on the ticket. Yeah, can I weigh in on the um, uh, RU486? I'm for it. Dave, are you? Well, I'm just trying to figure out if you can load one of those up at the end of your Grinnis and actually fire it into the... the <laughs> just, okay. Plug it. <laughs> like a cannon shot. Jeez. That's genius, sir. Higher on the ticket. Murder is murder. I don't care what you guys say. I don't believe all that crap. Wow, it's well, that's, you don't believe in what? I don't believe that crap. There's a lot of money in abortion. You don't believe what crap? The crap that you're talking about. Are you, more are you, are you pro or I'm against? I'm that you said it, but I'm talking about the information you're getting. There's a lot of misinformation. Okay, so what, what is the correct information? Well, I'm not pretty sure about the message, but uh, I have very serious doubts about the information. Okay. Well, Could I you just, be more specific? The morning after pill information I just read from the Dallas Morning News that you can take it five days after That guy just hang up? Rex. I wanted to talk to him. It's one of the most confusing callers I've ever spoken with. I didn't really understand what his point was. <laughs> oh, you're on the ticket. Okay, this is driving me insane. Okay. Let me, let me explain this. Please do. Are you a medical person? Yes. The okay. morning after pill, emergency contraception, works the exact same way regular birth control does. That's why it's a high dose. It prevents ovulation. If the woman is already ovulated and your uh, hell juice works, then pregnancy will occur. It has the exact, it has the, percentage-wise, it has the same chance of preventing in, uh, implantation as a woman who would be taking high doses of anti-inflammatory drugs during uh you know, pregnancy. Such okay, so why why can't the Morning News talk to one doctor that would give them the correct information? Because this issue has been so clouded by partisan and religious, uh, uh, I mean, people that you can't get a straight answer. But remember, I don't know wait, 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 wait a second. You're saying that the Dallas Morning News perhaps called a church instead of a medical professional? Well, I, don't, I didn't. I didn't read the article, but I I know. I mean, I I've. I read the FDA report when it was put before the FDA uh, two years ago, and it was unanimously approved. Okay, let me maybe read what the well, Dallas Morning News okay. says about. And before, can I, say, can I say one more thing though? Yes, sir. Do you find it ironic that the abortion pill is named RU486, like 86 the tomatoes, 86 the fetus, RU486ing the baby? That's, I never really noticed that. That's a good also, point. Uh, my, uh, as a medical professional, may I recommend as a 100% effective uh, contraceptive Pulling out? My, my technique, mm. which is the crowbar to the stomach immediately after Grex. Thanks. I don't know if he was a medical professional. I'm, I have serious doubts now. Before we, I will contact the real medical professional that you were impersonating and tell him that you were impersonating him. Before we castigate the morning news, this is an Associated Press story okay. that was just picked up by the morning news. But let me read it again. Okay. This is what the Associated Press says about the morning after pill. The morning after pill provides a high dose of hormones, right. which is what he just said, yep. that women can take up to five days after sex okay. to prevent pregnancy. Okay. That could mean implantation or ovulation. Some abortion opponents believe emergency contraception is a form of abortion because it blocks the fertilized egg from being implanted in the uterine wall. Now, what he was saying, I guess, is that... But he's saying that these religious people are misinformed that believe it blocks implantation in the uterine wall because he's saying it blocks conception to begin with. Well, no, I think what he's saying is, is that if you have Grinner course uh -huh. and conception occurs right, and there's a fertilized egg... right that taking the morning after pill 
may or may not work. It's not a guarantee. If if it if the egg is already there and the health fluid is able to get to that egg and burrow inside be, it before you're able to take the morning after pill then it's not going to do anything then right? it's a, yeah well that, i guess it's a roll of the dice it may work it may not so but, but but why why my question is this if you've taken the if you're on the pill you wouldn't need to take the morning after pill from what i understand the morning after pill is the same as it's just, just taking high, two of your regular right, pills right it's a high dose of the birth control pill hmm. and so what he what he was saying the last caller was saying is that exactly that that taking the morning after pill is taking a high dose of hormones and that if ovulation hasn't yet occurred then it but won't. it but it might occur during that time during you know the next five days and there might be some guys swimming around still in there right it'll block contraception at that point it'll block ovulation and you won't conceive how you're on the ticket Oh, sorry. Go to the top one. Hi, you're on the ticket. Yeah, my wife's uh, 44 years old. Are you 46? Would that work for my wife? What? Hi, you're on the ticket. Yes, I want to weigh in on this. Oh, uh, weigh in pretty hard. Okay. Now. Okay, I just wanted to say Wait, wait, that, slow down, um, slow down. Okay, now, now, weigh in. Okay, I just wanted to say that, number one... It's no, not don't, no, no, you talk of number one or number two will really kill this for me. No, talk about number one. That's fine. Just oh, yeah. number two. Okay, well, um, by the fifth day, the chances of it actually working, the morning after pill, are much slimmer than if you <laughs> within the first 70 no! hours. Like, they advise you to get in there with the, within the first 72 Stop hours. Stop talking! It's most effective. Stop talking! <laughs> okay, he's finished. You Go ahead. Okay, so um, if you don't take it within, like, the first 72 hours, the chances of it working are actually pretty oh. slim. But if you take it in the first 72 oh. hours, there's, like, an 80% chance it works. Oh. Oh. And also, I just think it's funny that it's a bunch of men sitting around weighing on this issue that affects female bodies. Yeah, oh. Oh. yeah. Oh. talk about female bodies. Oh. Oh. What's your name, babe? Yeah, you better hang up. I was done with you. It's 11.37 on the ticket. What? Hmm? 11.45, Sports Radio 13, 10, the ticket. Davey and Gordon with you until noon today. Big plans today, Dave. I'm going to really enjoy the outdoors. It's a gorgeous day. May even head out to a lake or two. Really? Yeah. Can Just I enjoy the sunshine. Have fun. Can I come? I don't know. I That's... would, but I think I have to go into work. Well, don't go into work. Just tell them, hey, it's a weekend. I don't think that'll work. How many hours a week do you have to work? I don't know. 40 to 50, I guess. It's not terrible. That's not bad. That's about what I work. Please. You work about 20. No, I don't. How many do I work? The show's a four-hour show, so figure four hours. The show's yeah, four and a half hours. You're, there for, and a half you're hours. there for three and a half. No, I'm there for four. When you, when you add it up, because I usually have to so do... So four, four times five, that's 20. This show? 
22. Okay, 22. And then all the prep time? There's no prep time. All the prep time? Off the show? See there? See, that's the thing. That's the difference between my job and your job. You may see me. I'm only on the air for 22 hours. But uh, my job never ends. Um, it's 24 hours a day. I always have to be on the lookout for things to discuss. Uh-huh. What's going on in the world? I always have to be reading uh, the blogs, the um, the newspapers online. Right. So yeah. So when you're you're watching television or or reading the newspaper, that's actually show prep time at work. Yes, indeed. I wish I had your job. Twenty two hours a week seems like a lot to me. That's almost like two days worth. I know it. Oh, one day worth. Twenty four hours. Oh yeah. All right, um, so anyway, well, we've covered it all today, haven't we? We've covered how much of a personality's, radio personality's private life you're entitled to know. We've covered the abortion pills, the buffet of abortion pills that are offered at sorority houses. We've covered pot measurements and prices. And we've covered the Don Knotts' death. Yeah. We have not talked about the Oscars, have we? We talked a little bit about Jon Stewart. And we talked about Brokeback a little bit. Overrated uh, movie. Are you going to watch the Oscars tomorrow? Do you care? Yeah, I have to. That's part of my job. That's true. Although you don't actually call the sound. Fernando does that. Uh, I believe he's supposed to do that, but maybe Jeremy that does that. I'm not sure. Usually I, I don't care about the Oscars, but I do want to see Jon Stewart. And I don't know. I, I, I have more interest this year than usual. You know, Jon Stewart brought up a good point the other day. I think it was on Larry King. He's saying, why do people say that Letterman failed so bad at the Oscars when Letterman hosted that one year? He said, people who are saying that need to go back and watch it. He may have got off to a shaky start, but he was good as the night wore on. But it's just remembered as one of the biggest flops in history. You know? Does that center square dude still write? Like, is he going to write for... Bruce Valanche? Yeah. Is he going to write for uh, Stewart tomorrow night? Or is Stuart going to have his daily I'm show sure writers? His own writers. I've just, I've never understood the. When someone says, "Well, I'll write for the Academy Awards," that should be an embarrassment to you, because the Academy Awards are not funny. They're always strained. You're writing material that's delivered so stilted and awkwardly, it could never be funny. So why even try to make it funny? It's always amusing, you know, the presenters. That there, you know, there are some actors that go out there and they just try and blow through it. You know, they're they're not necessarily interested in what they're reading off the prompter. And then there are others. It's eleven forty nine on Sports Radio thirteen ten. The ticket. Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. You've got the Davy Lane and Gordo extravaganza here. We call it the rant. Is this his last month? This Just is it. Two isn't more it? shows after this show. Two more shows, and one of them is our, our St. Patty's Day show. And what better place to celebrate St. Patrick's Day? Well, at least um, 
Yeah, it is the celebration of St. Patrick's Day, even if it isn't on St. Patrick's Day. Then out of Brook Mays, which is where we're going to be. Where is, that, is, that? is that confirmed? I think so. Hang on. Let me I know we're not doing our annual appearance on top of Stan's Moon. Yeah, because sales sold us out, out somewhere else. Somewhere else. Which is slightly unfortunate that it happens on that day, but we will, we will have a great time at Brook uh, Mays. We're, we're back in Arlington. Okay. Uh, Nothing says Greenville Avenue, St. Paddy's Day Parade more than Brook Mays in Arlington. Um, Cooper, south of 20. So, yeah, that's what we'll be. Be out there jamming. Maybe we'll do a concert, write an original song for it. But after the show, are you going to head down to Greenville? Next Saturday? Yes, indeed. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess um, I, I definitely won't see the parade because the parade, I guess, is in the morning. Right. But I guess the block party on Greenville gets cranking around one or two. And I have some friends that are having parties at their you know, houses and apartments down in that area. So I'm definitely going to be tearing it up. You mind if I tag along? No, you're more than welcome. I remember we had a, a, a fine St. Patrick's Day experience a few years ago when we uh, ran into that Mavs dancer or somebody that you yeah. knew. And she had all those hot friends. She had that one friend that just... She had a friend that was so attractive, you couldn't stop looking at her. It was almost like this chemical reaction I, I felt towards her that her... Her proportions were so right and so... It was like a tractor beam to me. Yeah. It was painful to look at. Really, I know. Because you knew you could never have it. And we were, at least I knew. And we were bar hopping with them. And we were on their same schedule. Yeah, we, we didn't intend to end up at the same places at the same times, but it worked out that way, which made it even more frustrating. How long ago was that? God, was that four years ago? Five years ago? And then what was the other time that... I ended up seeing you and uh, your woman at Snuffers. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Was it, wasn't that a St. Patrick's Day as well? I think so. You were headed to a party. Uh-huh. But you ended up just eating with us before you went. That was random. So we have a long history of St. Patrick's Day. Yes. Party we're going we're gonna to score a lid and we're going to party next Saturday. I'll never forget that day, that night at Snuffers. We had a very uncomfortable scene break out. What was that? I don't remember. Well, I don't know how much we can tell on the air. But you thought that I was telling some personal information that you had told me in private. You thought I was reference, referencing it in front of her. Oh, yeah. And caused an incredibly awkward scene. But it was not intentional on your part, but I, no. th I thought it was intentional. Right. I thought you were trying to drive the wedge. And you got an accusatory in front of her, and that was just so awkward. Oh, my gosh. What was the most awkward time we ever had while out drinking together? The time when you got pulled over and had the drunk yes. test? Yes. Where, and the uh, cop almost beat my ass? Yeah, where the, uh, the cop asked you to step aside because you were interfering with his uh, sobriety test of me and he pointed over to my Jeep and said, why don't you go stand over there? And Gordon said, oh, by the Don Davis sign, pointing to the spare tire cover. God, he almost punched you just then. <laughs> and that was when you were in your uh, scanner phase, when you were eavesdropping on people's cell phone conversations. What? That's illegal, dude! And you were trying to hide your scanner in my glove box and he thought you had a pistol. <laughs> Oh, good times, David. Yeah, good those times. Were, those were full, 
Full throttle days. What about the time we shared the same woman? Yeah, let's not talk about that. I finished first. What does that mean? What do you mean? Oh, you, you finished the show before I did just then. This is The Ticket. KTCK Dallas-Fort Worth. KTDK Sanger. Jersey, the... 